0: what's up everybody welcome back to another brand new episode season two episode 11 sheesh the season finale is next week but we got another special episode for you in the meantime this is an in case you missed it episode where we talk all things in case you missed it so, for In Case You Missed It, we talked about Kim's controversial statement about working. We talked about Jesse Smollett's court case and his sentencing. We talked about Chris Brown's allegations. We talked about an incident with Ryan Coogler. We talked about Lucky Day and Lil Durk's new album drops. And then we sent our condolences to the Braxton family. For our game this week, we played Jay Sleepers. And then for our last call, we talked about some of our highlights of the season. Thanks for listening. Season finale next week. This is The Experience. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Experience presented by Jay Gooden and D. Allen. I am Jay Gooden, a.k.a. The Sports Gay.
1: And I am D. Allen, a.k.a. The Don of All Trades.
0: Yes. Welcome back, you guys. I told you guys I'd be here um am i still feeling like shit maybe a little mentally but physically i'm back baby uh how was yep. your week well, i guess oh, it just man. started
1: well yeah <laughs> by the time we're recording this is definitely just started but by the time they're, they're gonna hear this it's gonna be later but you know so far it's been kind of you know the same old just been working mostly uh we got a lot of projects coming up in work so i've been kind of on the you know the the horse for real because i've just been doing a lot of work trying to make sure we get everything right and uh yeah no man um other than that uh shit like i've been now obviously i've been trying to like get my health uh back in order too so i've been working out a lot more and just you know trying to trying to just uh, establish a routine or like just maintain a routine so it's kind of what i would be doing in the early parts of the week once it gets like later into the week i figure out like some fun shit to do got you know, it it's the weekend you gotta you gotta okay. turn up but what about you um
0: what have you done so far so you know same shit i've been calling off of work i haven't been going uh but no in my
1: job this nigga has been sick for like fucking what two weeks so he's already been calling off work for that shit and now he keeps calling off work this nigga
0: but i have enough fired. saved up i'm not being irresponsible here i have enough it's okay okay but yeah, no. Um, but also, like when I'm not working, I'm also still doing work. So, like, I'm checking my emails, having meetings with my managers. I have an audition to do right after this. Um, probably will have another audition tomorrow. Um, Cause it's weird. So, my agent will send me an audition and then my manager will send me one the day after. I don't know if they have that like linked out, but.
1: So, do you have to do like yeah. auditions back to back to back because of that?
0: Mm -hmm. And then it's pilot season two, so I'm just going to be auditioning a lot in the coming weeks. So, you know, I've been doing that. Um, And then my friend Jayla is in town this week, and so we went on a hike today. Because if you guys know me, I don't do that hiking shit. Like, I... No. But it will take a special person to make... To have me to do it. So I did it and then went to the mall, Universal, it is what it is. Later this week I'll probably go out again cuz St. Paddy's, but yeah, we'll talk more right, about that yeah. next week
1: after
0: Oh yeah. I'm surprised.
1: well first, I'm surprised you went hiking cuz you know, I told you you don't even seem like a nigga that's going to hike for real, but look at you. You you hiked. How does it how does it really feel? How did you feel in the moment?
0: In the moment I'm like if you guys can see my fate the people that watch this I was like but it, it was, was really it. pretty yeah I was over it but it was really pretty like the views and stuff and then like after the hike my body felt like really good like I when I woke up to go to the hike I did not have any any energy I was going to be like I'm not going fuck it but um after the hike like I got like a burst of energy so exercise guys it, that's how you get your energy and burn calories but i feel like i don't really need to burn oh yeah more calories right now so yeah that was my exercise oh, for no, the hell. year
1: hey hey no actually hiking i haven't been hiking too much but i feel like hiking is is a fun thing it's something that i would do more so than i thought you would do but hey i'm glad that you even though it was uh you probably was over it but you you still fine. had a good time I- I'm definitely
0: exaggerating. It was like, in the beginning, I was Mm -hmm. like, it was tough. But after I was like doing it, it was fun. It was cool. But yeah, let's go ahead and get started. Uh, This is a special episode. This is an In Case You Missed It episode. So we'll be talking about In Case You Missed It for most of the episode, different things that have happened and that have transpired. And I will do the first one, In Case You Missed It get your fucking ass up and work. Kim Kardashian had a (laughs) interview with variety, her and her sisters and her mom. And she was asked to give advice to the working woman into which she said, get your fucking ass up and work literally like that. Like, I'm not like, I'm not paraphrasing. Um, she said so many people don't want to work nowadays and you got to have a not don't have a toxic work environment and show up and do the work. She said, it's that easy. So a lot of people obviously um, felt some type of way about this because she is definitely in a different world. Her work doesn't look like the working classes' work would look, and so yeah, let's start off with with her. I'm gonna just go ahead and pass it to you,
1: man. Kim K. Uh. I feel like I'm tired, just like I said. I'm tired of talking about yay. I'm also tired of talking about Kim K. I feel like that whole family, we've heard enough about them in the last what six, but not six months. I,
0: They're no, running yeah, six this months. motherfucking media circuit. They're running them up. Yeah,
1: ever since like nine to One, like niggas have been just like listening or just like hearing about like their family issues and whatnot. And even though this is not directly related to that issue, but it it's still like obviously the Kardashians have to be in the public eye. That's what I'm. I'm kind of getting to that point, like where it's just like, all right, like I'm not, I'm not really interested in what's going on. Obviously, they have their own fan base, keeping up crew, people that fuck with the show, and blah blah blah. And you know, they need shit to get going. And you know, there's a part of me that's just like, obviously, this is, this is fake. This is more of a, she doesn't really mean this shit. She's just trying to get some shit out and just get popping, like, just so like, you know, when the show comes back, it'd be her like she, it would be because of what she did you know she'll get some publicity but at know there's another half of me that i obviously knows that you know she's born of a privilege obviously she comes from a white wealthy family her father was a renowned uh lawyer he you know he represented okay fit, simpson
0: cannot acquit mm-hmm.
1: yeah. yeah i'm just joking <laughs> hey we don't <only, laughs> i don't want to get into none of that but um <laughs> <laughs> anyway, OJ's a funny nigga, bro. If you've like seen like his videos like that he's been posting like within the last like two, three years, like he be doing some fucking funny ass shit, bro. And I'd be like, This nigga this nigga over here just having hee hee's and ha's and all that bullshit was happening. But anyway. Um Um yeah, no. So like I I understand what people are saying, like when they'd be like, All right, Kim, like you sound tone deaf you sound like you don't understand what it really means and it's like that same argument like pull yourself from your bootstraps mentality and at the end of the day that's not that's that's not like um, feasible for everyone like when you say pull yourself off your bootstraps that's very like like binary like it means like right, you either do like work hard or you don't but and, and, like, either you work hard or you don't, and you're successful for, from it or you're not. And most people are, aren't, like, that successful just from working hard. It takes a lot of other shit to, like, actually, you know, get to the place, like, to be, like, you know.
0: Like, connections, you know, networking,
1: yeah, like And Kim is a byproduct of nepotism. Like, she's in her position because of, like, stuff that her family has kind of, you know, built. You know, as a unit, and she just kind of feeds off all of that. But you know, just her saying, you know, you got to get up off your ass.
0: She didn't say that. She was like get it's your funny. fucking ass up and work. She was mad.
1: And she was mad. She was a hey, like it was funny. It made for a funny meme for like a couple of days. But at the end of the day, it's just like, all right, like Kim, you clearly don't understand what it means to like just like be a successful. And she was talking to business owners, and there's a part of me that's like also like she she does she has some truth to what she's saying because you do need to work hard in order to like have a business. And there's like a whole other mentality you need to have if you're a business owner that, you know, people who are like workers or people who don't want to own businesses have to like, don't really want to be involved in. So like being a business owner, you have a mentality and you kind of need to work hard in order to maintain your business and and pop off from that.
0: So I think it was right message, wrong delivery. And then also you have to realize who your audience is to, because i i agree with the fact that if you want something you do have to like work hard for it but it's like the way that she was making it seem like oh it's that easy just get up and do it like hard work is right. not easy it's it's hard work it's there's days where i don't want to do that there's days where um you know like even the job that i have now like that's not my career like i'm using that as The work that I need to do to be able to feed myself while I'm doing this type of thing or like auditioning and stuff. And I feel like she's not taking that into account or people that have families and have to choose between taking the bus to work or using that money that they're not going to have for the next two weeks to feed the family. Like there, it's not, I don't think she was realizing those dynamics. I think she thought she was giving the Beyonce graduation speech when Beyonce was like, you know, don't worry about what others are going to do. You just be you and you go out and do it. I thought she thinks she thought she was giving that, but that's not what she was giving because yeah. of the delivery. So I just think that it's really important to, like you said, not be tone deaf, realize who your audience is and who most of the people will be watching this are and like what their response is going to be, because most of the people watching it are not business people who are in the same tax bracket as you, but you know, at the essence of the message, I do think, you know, you got to put in that work to get where you need to be. Cause honestly, yeah. like when I got to LA, I had to put in that work. Networking is work. I had to put in that work to network, to even get an agent and to get a manager and all of that. So yeah. Yeah. That's what I think.
1: Yeah, no, no, I completely understand. Like, that's just like for the people who are upset, I definitely get it. But I do think that people are being a little hard on her. Like, obviously, like it's 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 kind of some shit that you know you you shouldn't say because it, like I said before, is tone deaf and it's and it doesn't really service anyone. Um, but, but obviously your message and it's not really like a indicative message of what's actually going on to people that work hard, like people who, it's a lot of people that work harder than Kim Kardashian. Yeah. People that work for her that work harder money. than
0: her. People that work for her that work Exactly.
1: Hard. So it's not, it's not just working hard. That's why I like that. You just can't make that shit a binary issue. It's so much more like that goes into that, like to be successful and like to give an advice, some advice that, you know, doesn't show all those layers doesn't help anyone and you know I've said this to you when we first heard this shit I'm like I'd rather hear this shit from like her mama (laughs) yeah you know somebody who kind of really has that acumen that can give like a better example of what you really need to do to be a to be a successful business owner so
0: also I feel like you and I forgot to say this you shouldn't shame people who don't want to work like I feel like this whole society is just based off of niggas be lazy though
1: niggas be lazy though
0: well yes but i feel like for the most part people are not lazy like we live in a capitalistic society where they teach you you live you work you retire you die i don't know about you but i wasn't born just to work and i don't desire to labor like i will put in the hard work for (laughs) the stuff that i have the passion in i will put in the work for Mm -hmm. that but i shouldn't be considered lazy just because i don't want to work one day or I just, my, I feel overworked and I want to take a day off. You think you, when you look at American society, you're working from when you are, I don't know, fucking four years old all the way until you graduate out of, you know, college. And like, when I you was do, done yeah. with college and I wasn't working and I just wasn't doing anything for like two months, I felt so lazy, but it's like, I wasn't being lazy. I had just worked for however so many years, you know what I mean? And I feel like you shouldn't right. shame people who don't want to work. Now, granted, there are people who are out there that are being lazy, but I think the overwhelming majority of us are not. And I have a problem with people uh, shaming people for taking a break. Like, it's important to take care of yourself, too. It's not all like you shouldn't just be working all the time. I don't think that's yeah. what life is about.
1: Yeah, you're right. It's, it's kind of reducing, reducing you guys' struggle. Uh, in a sense, like when you don't when you come from like uh the working class or the or even the middle class at this point, like the wage gap is increasing day by day, you know, inflation is going crazy. I'm pretty sure we're in a recession right now. Um, Don't obviously I, mean, I don't obviously hasn't been announced yet, but I'm pretty sure this is kind of where we're heading. So like when you have a situation, when you have like an economic situation like that and, you know, um, you know, your socioeconomic status plays a big part in that. Uh, and how much you're willing, you're able to earn, you're able to gain, you're able to like provide for like the people in your life, the people, the fa- your family, which is the American way, which like you said, is a capitalistic problem, which, you know, capital, capitalism itself um is, you know, in theory should be the best system, but like the way, you know, we use it. It just It's really just a lot of like, you know, it's a, it's a lot of leeching. It's a lot of corruption. It's a lot of
0: it's a dog. Uh, it's a lot of heart. shit that has to
1: happen. It's, it's kind of it's a lot of shit that has to happen in order for you to make it, make it and to be successful. And you want to be prosperous enough. You know, you have to do some bullshit behind it, you know, and, you know, and Kim Kim's not going to say all of that. But, you know, she's going to tell you to work hard. She's going to tell you to lift yourself off your bootstraps. She's going to tell you to do everything you need to do um or work, or work as hard as you need to can't or, or hard, work as hard as you
0: need to in order to like make it so yeah so take away from that in case you missed it get your fucking ass up and work okay no i'm just kidding <laughs> um go ahead oh man
1: so in case you missed it man uh <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> Former Empire actor Jesse Smollett was sentenced Thursday to 30 months of felony probation, including 150 days in jail in order to pay restitution of more than one hundred and twenty thousand dollars and a twenty five thousand dollar fine for making false reports to police that he was the victim of a hate crime in January 2019. And that comes from CNN. Um, that's the byline for CNN. Um yeah, so Jesse, your boy. Now this is somebody that I could say your boy, and I really actually mean, because that was your boy. Yeah, he could say like, that. that was your yeah, guy. Like you could say that from Empire. Like man, and I remember when we, when I first heard this shit back, like in 2019. That's almost that's over three years ago now. January 2019 when this shit happened. Like it's funny, Dave Chappelle. He put it perfectly. I think he had like a um, a, a show where he like said something. This is 2019. This is before all the bullshit he did. So Dave Chappelle still has some goodwill, but, um, he said he was just like the Jussie Smollett case. He was just like, um, he was just like people, people was like hitting up like the black community and shit. He was just like when, when we weren't like really speaking out when Jussie was like convicted of this hate crime and Dave Chappelle was just like, little did y'all know we were supporting him with our silence. Because we knew this nigga was lying as soon as he said that shit. Like if we shut the fuck up, maybe he can get off on y'all niggas. But <laughs> and I feel that exact same way. When I first heard that shit back in January, like everything, like, you know, obviously, like this shit, like is 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 a very is a big problem. And you could probably speak to this even more. Like, uh like homophobia and why, and homophobia, just because I'm the gay co host, I
0: can speak to homophobia. What are you trying to say? No, I'm just kidding don't do that (laughs) nigga had me like jimmy fallon from it and did you see that clip of like
1: (laughs) it was like like,
0: (laughs) they were like why because i'm black jimmy fallon was like no
1: no oh man that shit was funny but no um that no i'm just saying like that's a that's a rampant problem especially in our country homophobia and like the violence that comes with it and for him to like make something like that you can't just take like make a claim like that you can't take that shit lightly especially somebody of his caliber at the at the time like 2019 empire was still on it wasn't as big as it was when it first first came on but it was still on like um it was so, like, making
0: he was still like he was impact he's the first i i thought I, I thought it was like one of the first that i saw but he is the first like openly gay character in prime time i did not know that like he wow you know that was a big moment that that yeah. yeah,
1: that that uh yeah, that was a big moment. His character was a big moment, especially when people was actually watching Empire. But we already know how that shit went. But yeah, he, he said that shit. We couldn't take it lightly. Mm-hmm. So it was like, All right, it is what it is, but like when he told like the story and the accounts and like all the evidence that came out for and the people and the people that he said like committed the you know, the violence testified and said that they were like paid to do that shit and and then you hear the story I think he I think he went on Robin Roberts uh, her and show I
0: like, had
1: an interview with her
0: here's the thing yeah like and then he said it was two white people that were like this is a MAGA country come to find out yeah. it's two Nigerian guys that exactly. he exactly
1: yeah it's two Nigerian guys yeah it was just some bullshit part, he really just made a story
0: He's still maintaining his innocence. He's like, I was attacked. <laughs> he said, you don't have to believe that I'm innocent to believe I should be free from jail. I kind of agree uh, with that. Man, how do you feel about say.
1: this,
0: though? I wait, wait, wait. I kind of agree with that phrase only because if this was a white person, same thing. I don't think they would have got 150 days plus all that probation. I really don't. But yeah. since he's a black yeah. gay celebrity, he got that. And I, I feel can. like I don't have to believe that he was innocent. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have to believe he was innocent, which I clearly don't. I I don't believe he was innocent. He fucking did that shit.
1: Oh, hell no. But I don't think he should have gotten
0: that much time and he should not be in there for 150 days. That's how I feel.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I I feel like the sentence was egregious for sure. I feel like I don't think uh, five months in jail is is that shit. A lot of people think he should have got more. There's a lot of people that think that you know this shit just should go like shouldn't go for for real people
0: commit perjury on the stand and don't get that long
1: yeah no they just they just want to get on his ass like for real because you know i mean it kind of it it's kind of like when um it's kind of like when you know people who have been like who make fake rape allegations like it's a very serious issue like and it's, like, when you when you get to the point where you, like, make a false allegation, you push, like, you, you set people back. You set, like, uh, you set, like, the communities that actually face this harm, the people that face this harm back when you make up claims it, like it that. And, you know, you are of that community. It makes yeah. it harder to believe when you have somebody, especially, especially. of your profile, of, of a high profile, like, Jesse, Jesse Smollett, like, he, him doing that, like, definitely, like, made people, like, oh, wow, like, is making
0: it worse like that makes it even worse like yeah, he there's keeps literally doing that footage that, that was, there's video footage yeah. there's proof there is proof he's like there's no there's, Just, there's man it's a definition of delusional because like there's literally yeah. there's literally evidence and he's like there is no evidence that i should be there's evidence there's hella evidence my nigga there's mm-hmm. there's evidence
1: there's plenty of evidence. Niggas got the footage, and just hearing his story, like if you listen to that Robin Roberts interview, and just hearing his story about like how the shit that 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 took place, this nigga was talking about. He was in Chicago visiting his home, and he saw his homie, blah blah blah, and he went to. He was hungry, so he went to Walgreens thinking it was twenty four hours, and I think Who he realized the Walgreens was,
0: when they're hungry. I'm sorry, <laughs> exactly.
1: All right, so look, and no, no, and then he ends up going to Subway because like the Walgreens was closed, it wasn't twenty four hours, so he ended up getting like. Something to eat, and then he left. And he had heard like people like say, like he said some ra- like some racial and some homophobic like you know slurs to him, and saying like Empire sucks, blah blah blah. And then went up to him, and he said he was scrapping niggas. And he said that at a point they they wrapped the rope around his neck, and and I was just like, what the? It was just it just <laughs> seems like it's some shit in a movie. It seemed like some shit in a movie for real, like where you just be like, all right, so you were just fighting like some racist And then while you were fighting, they just put the rope around your neck while they was like, like while y'all was actually like fighting. Like,
0: sorry, there was a five. Go ahead.
1: Okay. Anyway, um, it was just like, okay, this this just sounds like bullshit. And you like, yeah, like you said, like I don't think it should have been five months. The nigga lied. It shouldn't be that much. But the the fact that he like did all that shit when he was in court and he got a sentence and he was just trying to like pivot and say like. He's like, you know, I, I am not, not, suicidal. not suicidal, like that bullshit. Like,
0: and I know what bullshit. he was trying to do too. He's trying to, he's, and this is what pisses me off because I feel like you're also kind of like making it harder for the black community because I feel like you know that you're lying and then like you're using that suicidal thing because, you know, a lot of times black people get locked up and they'll say that they killed themselves, but really- the officers did something to them, or they got killed in the institution. Like, look at Sandra Bland, right? Nobody knows, mm-hmm. and he was kind of like riding that cocktail, and I feel like that—that's not—that's so dirty. Like, why would you do that? Like, that's not—you know—that's not smart. I mm-hmm. don't think that that's good, but
1: yeah, that niggas Yeah, that nigga. Well, he's going to jail, and. And and shit. He should get another five months actually for doing all that bullshit talking about. Uh yeah, I would not. Uh, and you would not. I'm like if nigga, shut up in
0: there. Just walk. Just take your time. Take your L. Take your L. Take your L, bro. Take your
1: L, man. This nigga will not take his L. Period. All right, let's
0: move
1: nah. on. I'm done well, about we can move on. All right. Um, in case you missed it, man. So uh speaking of, you know, false allegations, man, you know, I'm 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 gonna talk about Chris Chris Brown for a minute. Um no, we
0: don't Chris talk Farabi. about Chris
1: Brown for real. No, not Chris Robin. We don't talk about Chris Brown for real here. This nigga, uh I don't think how I, I don't know how much music he's really dropped. Um, you know, that's been, you know, enough to for me to talk about um lately. But, you know, Chris Brown obviously, you know, R and B singer. Uh, very popular, you know. You know, it riddled with controversy. Um, recently he was uh accused of rape, uh from, from uh from someone from like a fan, uh and then she sued him for like twenty million dollars. Um, That's so it's like she insisted, like yeah, she she said it happened, and then the case was going ongoing, and then recently Chris Brown, uh, revealed like voicemails and texts that they were like exchanged with each other um like after their encounter like to prove that everything was consensual um so it like it showed like she was like kind of like you know she wanted to have sex she wanted to advance on him and and he wasn't like he was kind of reluctant and whatnot and you know they've had a couple encounters but it was it was all consensual um and and everything like she kind of left a paper trail of that and you know when she like accused him and and like uh Chris Brown revealed that uh, the lawyers from the case that she that the lawyers are representing her from the case dropped her um, after he- hearing this evidence they said it was uh it, it was it was no way that they could like proceed further with yeah. evidence this substantial so i don't know this uh this is um you know this is a mixed bag for me because you know chris brown is you know I you know i don't want to
0: He's a textbook abuser. I'm gonna fucking say it. He's an abuser. <laughs> he's an abuser. He's a colorist. He kind of fucking sucks. He kind of does. Yeah, yeah. He's not yeah. the best
1: guy. I'll just say that. Yeah. He's, he's definitely, he's definitely somebody who's like, like I said, riddled with controversy, and you know, he's, he's been uh accused of a lot of shit, and he's like partook in a lot of shit that you know, not in the best light, and you just, you just, you just see that he's not. Maybe he's just not the best person for real. But you know, this is a situation where sometimes not even the best people victims of like false accusations um and this is like a you know this is a problem but this isn't like the real problem for real this is this is you know a very small case of people like doing like face fake rape accusations um but like I said before with with um like I said before with the uh with the Jesse Smollett sit like this sets back survivors um just lying like lying and just straight up like not not, not even covering up your lie, like just straight up lying and just leaving the paper trail. Like I said, leaving, leaving like evidence that the shit like transpired. It was just kind of like you were sloppy with it, and you just did it to get attention. And now, like people look at this whole situation as goofy. It fuels the argument that uh, of the fake rape accusation thing, when a- in actuality, it's such a small amount of people who do fake rape accusations that it just makes it even harder to kind of break through that barrier. I don't know. I don't know. How do you feel about it?
0: No, I definitely agree with everything that you're saying because it's why first of all, that's like not that's a very serious thing to um to lie about just the abuse of sexual assault and and rape like that's just the emotional toll that that has on somebody and then the fact that they're it, they are stigmatized and they should be and they're a survivor like that that's how you create that stigma by continuing the lie and so i just i don't know mm-hmm. people who do that just like shame on you like and for what for a bag like are you kidding me in this right. case i feel exactly. like Kim Kardashian. if you really needed some money get your fucking ass up and work like <laughs>
1: what
0: <are you> <laughs> but it's still i don't exactly. know I still, you know but that goes to show you though, even though somebody might be the worst person, I feel like everybody is innocent until proven guilty. Even though that's not the system that we go by because of the court of public opinion. Yeah.
1: You know. Yeah, that's it's always two courts, There's always two courts that we have to go on. But I don't know, man. I feel like, man, like Jesse got 150 days, man, for doing that lying shit. I feel like there has to be some sort of penalty for people who just like lie on that. Yeah, like I think be, it is
0: illegal like, to lie about that.
1: Like, it has to be some jail time, I think. Like, that has to yeah. be, like, you really got to get away now, because you really just did all of that. And you was about to really fuck, fuck up, like, him, his life and shit, like, over something that was false. There's plenty of real shit that he's done to fuck up his life. And yeah, that's that what I was going to say. Like, Why is his
0: life not already... Like, after rihanna i don't understand how he still has a career but you know that's this industry they glorify well, the if men. if we want to
1: talk if we want to talk about music then he is one of the best RBR acts of all time probably okay at the top.
0: but your talent does not excuse you from being a shitty person like oh, bill no, cosby bill cosby was an amazing actor cosby show he's amazing he was an amazing comedian cosby show was phenomenal yeah but he was still drugging women and abusing them yeah that and, and, that was, and was a problem. That. And I'm glad he got locked up. I'm sorry. I hate to say it, but.
1: No, no, no. (laughs) And no, the Bill Cosby situation, that's a whole nother thing. That's funny as fuck, too. That nigga really tried to say, uh, niggas was really trying to say, like, he was about to buy NBC. (laughs) And they used that as, like, oh, they killed him because he was about to get in a high position because he bought, like, a big network. He's about to buy a big network. It was funny. But either way, like, yeah. It's a lot of bullshit. It's a lot of bullshit that these big entertainers do, and they think they can get away with because they're talented. But no, they can't. But they can. We They shouldn't, but they can. Like,
0: they shouldn't, but they do. But all right, yeah. in case you missed it, Ryan Kugler. oh, my goodness. This story just – I have so many feels about this because I understand, but I don't. Um, Ryan Kugler was going to um, – the bank and wanted to withdraw some funds and because of covid he had his mask Bank on of
1: america let's on. say let's say let's say the name yeah, he went america. to the
0: bank of america he had his mask on and he didn't want to speak so he wrote a note because um doesn't he ha- i don't know if he didn't want to speak because of this he has a speech impediment or because of the mask and everything was harder for him. i think it's a combination of both Whoa. of those
1: like but, a combination of a lot of things
0: actually yeah but he wrote a note and basically said, "I like to withdraw this from this account and basically um that set off some flags for Bank of America, and they uh called the police on him, and he was arrested right or no yeah, he was arrested uh yeah he was he was like
1: uh handcuffed, but he was like not like formally processed and shit, but he was handcuffed, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: So the guy at the bank that called or woman, I don't know who It was the woman at the bank who called, um, she called because she said it was protocol. Certain um, flags went off. And so she was she had to. But Coogler thinks that he was racially profiled. So Mm -hmm. what do you think? I'll say what I think. But what do you Mm -hmm. think?
1: Uh, No. Yeah, no. That was a crazy situation just to hear about. Um, especially like hearing about it from somebody as like high profile as like Ryan Coogler. Like Ryan Coogler is for sure one of the gems in our community. Like he's definitely like he's definitely like a um re- he's a pretty renowned director at this point. Like what, uh, with Creed and Black Panther and and Fruitvale Station. Like yeah, he he's definitely like made his mark and shit. And you know, just hearing something like this, just as a black man, like you know, you know, both of us like black men, like we just. You, you understand like that eerie feeling when you have the cops involved in anything. Um yeah. so like with something mm-hmm. like that, like he obviously, you know, he has the speech impediment so he doesn't like it's easier for him to write stuff down. And, you know, obviously it's COVID, so he protects himself. Black people are really you always you got the black people that don't care, but then you have the black people that care a lot. You and know, it's
0: overwhelmingly more black people that care a lot. Like I'm we're in California black right now and they just Lifted the mask mandate. The only people that I've been seeing with mask on are black people. So yeah,
1: like and, and he's a rich nigga. And the biggest thing yeah. is, he's a rich nigga. He wrote on the note he wanted twelve thousand dollars. What the fuck am I gonna sound like saying I want twelve thousand dollars out loud at any bank, right? With anyone, like I don't want to. I don't want nobody to hear how much I got. No, I got twelve thousand dollars. He's in Atlanta. Yeah. He's in Atlanta. He he even said that. He said, "Shit, I'm not trying to get like stuck up. Like I ain't trying to have somebody." you know, hear that shit and be like, oh, yeah, okay, but he lit. So, like, he had all those things, you know, it makes sense that he's done that before at other Bank of Americas. But for something like this to kind of happen or take place, and and then the lady, you know, she was a black woman, and, you know, she was scared, so I'm not about to, like, you know, blame her for, like, how she felt, but this is obviously one of those situations that she should have also exercised judgment as, like, this is yeah. this is obviously a black man. We don't need to call the police to fi- to to... In order oh, to um, figure this out. There's other here's, ways here's my thing, to bro. figure here's this my out. Thing.
0: So I There are other
1: markers to bank. tell. Somebody's robbing this shit, bro. There's other markers so, to tell. And so, he clearly didn't have those no
0: markers. So I work at a bank. I also have a friend that works at a bank. So I work over the phone. So there's different markers for us. But I have a friend that is a banker that works face-to-face. Mm-hmm. And she saw the video. And she said, actually, that from the video, there were a few red flags that, you know, they're trained for. Um, And so I don't, I don't think it was racial profiling because Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm going to say, I don't think it was racial profiling because she was a black woman. And because if she's trained to do like, if there are certain things, certain flags, I don't know if the police is like the instant thing to do like maybe go to a supervisor or something because he didn't have Mm -hmm. a weapon wasn't armed but i can understand if there were flags why she may have been scared or reacted the way that she reacted i don't i don't Mm -hmm. think it's i don't want to sum it down to racial profiling especially when people are actually racially profiling people but i don't know what do you think i don't i don't think
1: Profile. no i understand like i don't think it was like racially profile but like i said there's other ways to kind of you know handle that situation and you know call in the cops especially on a black man um and i get you could definitely be scared that's why i'd be like i understand she's scared that's why i'm putting no blame on her like to make the decision that she did you know a lot of people say that was just common sense because you know that could have been a that could have been um somebody that's robbing and you didn't know but like i said there's other ways to tell if yeah. somebody's actually just- hostile for it like this is just clearly yeah. like one of those situations that and he also gave that the thing is like he also gave her his id like his pin like all that shit like the pin number like everything was on that sheet all she had to do was just kind of run it through the system just to verify at least that's what that's what that would be my first thing if i was to tell her like i'm just gonna run it see yeah. if
0: it's or she could have at she could have been like i need to
1: like peel your face
0: back. for security and, and i'm
1: pretty sure done. as yeah. a black woman let's be honest she sounded like probably like in her 30s if she saw ryan coogler i'm almost positive she would have been like oh shit this oh, is shit. This
0: but is, i this i don't know but i also character. get i see both like i there's definitely more that she could have done but, but I, I, get I get what your bank teller friend is, is saying just just because of that and then it's like when you work at a bank, you're like, this is people's money. So it's like you're trained to like not second guess or not. You can't really let things slide because if you let one little thing slide and you're like, oh, it's okay, somebody can scam off. And then that's a loss for the bank and for the client. So it's like, I kind of can see that position, but also I feel like there's multiple things that you can do before it has to get escalated to that point. Yeah,
1: yeah, but you know, it was just one of those things that just happened, and and then you just get that flash, and you see the videos, like the body cam footage, and you see like in situ- like when they kind of came up behind him, and the first thing the cop did was like upheat, He just pulled out his gun, and and it was just like, damn, bro, this could have really went sideways. Any any other any slight movements, anything that could have been seen as dangerous by that cop could have been a co- a totally different story that we'd be reporting yeah. on, like. Type shit, and I can get like even Ryan Cooler, He was flustered. He said he had a, he was having a panic attack. Like, mm-hmm. like it was just one of those situation uh, situations that's just like, damn, this could have been avoided. But it, but like yeah, the, yeah. the fact that this shit just like played out just eat just reminds you, just of, just, just of the trauma and whatnot of it, just of yeah. everything, yeah. especially in the last couple years. Even like we just had some shit like less than two years ago. So we keep having shit. So I don't know, man, it's, it's, this is one of those things I'm, you know, I'm definitely like shooting love and definitely, you know, prayers to Ryan Coogler, you know, this is probably yeah, definitely defi- traumatic. Yeah. Cause experience. let's talk
0: about how traumatizing that must've been for him. Mm, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So sending love and prayers to him. Yeah. Um, yeah. In case you missed it though, in case you missed it, um, Lucky Day's highly anticipated sophomore album came out um Music. last Music. Thursday. No, he dropped yeah, he dropped Thursday. He lucky day drops whenever the night. fuck he wants. That's why Friday
1: morning, you know, Friday yeah. Friday release. You know, you know how that go. Yeah.
0: But he actually dropped it on Thursday at midnight, so it was a midnight yeah. Thursday release. Yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, the album was amazing, of course. I was not surprised. It was a little bit different from the first one. It was more, I would say, how would I describe it sonically? More like, I don't know. I don't want to say harsh because, I mean, it still sounded, it wasn't harsh to listen to, but I feel like it was just a little darker than the first one, Um, but it was still pretty good and you can definitely see the progression. Um, I think for him, he's definitely going to survive the sophomore slumps that most you know, artists go through their sophomore album. Mm-hmm. Usually, is not their best, but I don't mm-hmm. know. You cannot listen to that album and deny the pure talent from this man. I feel like he's one of the last true R and B singers out right now. And so, you know, yeah, yeah that's it. That was really good. Did you get a chance to listen?
1: Yeah, no, yeah. You know, you know me. I, I I'm glued to the new music releases. So I was definitely anticipating Lucky Day. I really like Lucky Day. Um, like you say, he's one. Like you said, one of the last real r&b acts and you know i got my my whole thing about how to like rap and r&b is kind of the same thing now like in terms of sonics like in terms of the music like in terms of just like the rappers are now singers like the singers are now talking about dog and dog and their partner or like just like just being being you know promiscuous like the shit that rappers will usually rap about instead of like being like yearning for a partner like the shit that r&b kind of was built on type shit. Um and Lucky Day, you know, kinda he expresses a little bit of both of that. Um and you know, I've really fucked with, you know, a few of his projects. And this new project is called Candy Drip. Um and that album cover
0: was mm, it was Candy Uh, Drip. All right. All
1: right. Um anyway. (laughs) It was it was a good album though. It gave me I feel like he had a variety of like different sounds to kind of see which one would stick the most, I feel like he's gonna, yeah. he's gonna like hear, he's gonna hear the feedback and see which which sound he should kind of focus more on and maybe a more, mm. like focused project, like a red word. Um, I had, I heard some Frank Ocean influences too, like just yeah. the songs, like the sounds, like in a way. Same. Just I, I thought I was
0: crazy. I heard that too.
1: Yeah, it yeah. was you like had, okay, this, he had this his
0: signature song, he had his signature sound, and then he had some new stuff, and I did exactly. find the new stuff.
1: Yeah, I didn't. I didn't mind the new stuff at all. And I, yeah, I think this one, this one was really good. I think, I think, uh, I, I don't know, music's in a weird place right now. And, and like, I think the pandemic had a big part in that. So like, I think, um, I don't know how this is going to just like move with people. I think enough people are going to listen to it, but I don't know how it's going to like, if it's going to be like a big, big thing, like like how Summer Walker, when she released her shit, I don't know. but But it's a good project. It's a solid project. Um and you know male R and B that's a win for male R and B. Give it, give it a dub. The women have been kicking our asses for the longest, man. And the fact that As you know we should. got somebody like Lucky Day, no, they they're killing it, like rightfully so. They're doing all the work necessary. Like the niggas definitely, like I said. And I think a, getting a bit out of getting up off their that.
0: fucking asses and working
1: and working, and they are. And 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 the fact that the men in R and B, like I said, with the music and it's like. The rap and the RB is kind of the is kind of getting very similar. You don't really have to put as much effort really in both categories. Women and rap too. You just realize like a lot of that, a lot of them are coming up or a lot of them are dominating because the creativity is kind of lacking on the other end. But lucky day is you know that's because they're not living air.
0: their lives. That's because yeah. they're not living their lives. Me and Charles talked about that on the music episode, and then Nikki mm-hmm. talked about that with Joe Budden. They're not yeah. living their lives. So what are you rapping about? What do you have to say? You haven't experienced anything.
1: You got to. Yeah. Yeah. You need need to have an experience.
0: Like (laughs) I wrote a song the other day. Oh, yeah. I'm writing music again. Uh Music is coming. But I wrote a song the other day and I was like, damn, like I've never talked about this in music ever before. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. like and it was still my unique experience, like just Mm -hmm. the joy of that. And then like when you put a beat and vocals to that. Oh, my God. Mm It's just the best music you'll ever hear. Yeah. Just take no. your time. People don't want to take their time. They want to put shit out.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you definitely. And that's kind of what you kind of, you know, taints the the music pool right now. But it is what it is. But um, moving over to the rap side and new music releases, in case you missed it, Lil Dirk did drop his newest album, 7220. Um, it dropped the same day as Lucky Days album um and man um I I really like this one man like um Dirk I've I've been a I've been a pretty uh I've been a pretty decent fan of Dirk for a minute I've gotten like I feel like every year the years that go by I become more and more of a fan like even all the way yeah. back in like 2013, 2014, like I fucked with him a little bit, but I wasn't really like just spinning him a lot and then by the time like 2016, 17 came along, I started listening to him more, and you know, now he's getting more you know, I feel like he's getting more like mainstream attention, especially with the Drake feature and like, shit with Lil Baby and whatnot. and you know, he's a pretty pretty successful rapper, man. He's been he's been pretty successful. He's probably the most successful rap one of the most successful rappers of 2021. And you know this this album definitely like it, it caught me a little off guard because you the way you thought this album would be was not how it was like his I think his first single or like one of his first singles was Aha, and that was that and that was the single where he was like this young boy, nah hell no see see you tell Jaden don't know what the hell I'm talking about but but Aha um is a song that Dirt Drop um dissing young boy. Um, mean young boy also had another disc too, but called like fucking me. But yeah, but either way, he dropped that, and you would think like this album would be a reflection of that type of Dirk. the rapping drill, just the shit that I come from, blah blah blah. I'm ready to kill you, niggas, type dirt. But nah, he had a lot of like heart in this album. Like he really talked about like like some real pain, like some some real struggles that's been going on. Like not only recently, but like throughout his life. That reflects what's going on recently, and. You know, the and the 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 production was was meh. I feel like it could have been a little bit better, but I feel like <laughs> the way that the songs were structured and the way the songs went, um I think reflected a a, a dirt that I can see like maturing a lot. And you know, you he did have like,
0: connected with one of the greats. I feel like his engineer he probably yeah. using an engineer that he's always used and he needs to maybe like reach out that's to like, Timberland you know, or like that's how I'd be,
1: you know. If you, be in, if you be in the hood you be in a certain neighborhood you just kind of stick with um your producer or your engineer that you just know like I that's mean, how i am that's right just now. somebody you stick. With. <laughs> see i mean exactly that's literally how i am you right might, now you i don't really want to make other people with well.
0: anybody other than cavell i'm just gonna say that oh, but, but i will though i'm open future future. to it yeah yeah Cavell is the next Pharrell. No, nah, Cavell is the next Cavell. The next Cavell. Guess, yeah, yeah. there we go. There we go. But, all right, uh, um, but that's, that's really you, all right. In case you missed it, we want to give our condolences to the Braxton family. Um, recently, second oldest sister, Tracy Braxton, uh, Tracy Braxton passed away. Um, it was due to esophageal cancer. Um, this was a shock to me because I didn't know that she had cancer and it's, it was done privately on purpose. I, Tracy did not, um, want people to know. And they said that she passed peacefully, which is, um, always nice. Um, but just, you know, sending prayers out to, um, that family and to her sisters, you know, I have siblings, I have multiple siblings. And so I just couldn't even imagine How they're feeling to lose a sibling. Like, your sibling is like one of the the closest things that you have, like, at all in life. And so, Mm -hmm. I just, you know, I'm just sending my prayers and love to the Braxton family. Um, Yeah, it's very shocking. Yeah.
1: No, yeah. When I heard about the news, I was definitely, my mom actually told me, she was just like, You hear what happened to one of the Braxton sisters? And I was like, No, because. You know, I definitely am familiar with the Braxton sisters. I know my, my my mom and my sister were like big fans of Braxton Family Values, and and just watching that. And and you know, I've always been familiar with you know Tony Braxton, Tamar Braxton, Tracy Braxton. Not not so much, but um, you know, hearing about it is always a sad thing to hear about. Um, is it's just like losing a sibling, like you said, sibling is just like one of the most important people in your life like it, hopefully if you have a good relationship with your sibling um but it can definitely be one of the, your stronger if relationships you don't repair so, it no. yeah, exactly you know if they and can be i don't if it can, and, be,
0: repaired.
1: If it can be but I, like i said and, and that kind of leads me to like i think a, a couple people that are more familiar with their whole fi- family dynamic and situation said that there was like a little bit of issue issues or tension going on with the sisters so i hope that was resolved Beforehand, because that's the last thing you want or last thing you you need, like to have regrets when somebody passes and you didn't get the resolve, you know, certain issues with them. Yeah, I don't know. So definitely, definitely prayers out to the Braxton family. You no, know, this is heartbreaking.
0: Very, very heartbreaking. But mm-hmm. on a let's let's turn things up to a lighter note. Let's play a game. Is this a game? This is more of a segment that we haven't done in a while. It's yeah. time for Jay's sleepers. So basically I got a yes, song for y'all that you should listen to. Um, and then, yeah, fuck with it. Cause I feel like people are sleeping on it. So first up we've got yeah. Sasha Keeble. Uh, I would just say Sasha Keeble as an artist, very, very slept on. This white woman well, let me tell you when i first heard her sing i did not know it was a white woman i'm like what mm-hmm. really
1: all right. um, <laughs>
0: But her ep came out at the end of last year it's called intermission she listened to all of her music all of her music is really good but um mm-hmm. two of my favorite songs from that ep are open arms and don't get lost very powerful chords um they're both very powerful ballads too i love a good ballad Um, So, yes, Sasha, Miss Sasha Keeble. Um, Next, this is a fun one. So, you know, if you guys like memes, me and Darren both like memes. This is a meme song and it's called Slut Pop by Kim Petras. I think that's the name of the whole uh, project, but there's a song on there called Slut Pop and I love it. (laughs) <laughs> um it's kind of funny. It's it's just look up Slut Pop. It's on uh Apple Music and on um Spotify, wherever you listen to music. Right. Uh, right. Slut pop. Let okay. me say the name one more uh, time. Slut Pop. <laughs> okay. And then Moonchild's new album just dropped. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Moonchild, but that album was very, very good. My favorite song off of that album would be Too Good. Too Good is a song about this guy that comes in um, your life and he's doing all the right things, checking all the boxes. And he's like, this is too good to be true. There's something up because men are hell, as we all know. Um, So, yeah too good check it out check out their album but those are my sleepers and i hope okay. you guys like them.
1: yeah okay i'm gonna check i'm gonna check that shit out yeah them, them, them songs yeah they sound like good artists the way you're talking about them i'm definitely gonna check them out
0: one thing about me i know good music i i have the ear i feel like if i worked at a like mute like a label i could definitely be an AR or something in that A&R, like yeah. department Cause I have the ear, like I can hear something. I'm like, oh, okay, this.
1: Yeah, yeah, I feel that. I can definitely see that. I've always people have said that about me too. I have a pretty good ear. I definitely, my music taste is definitely so definitely like one of the best. I think, but you know, it's yeah. maybe tooting my own horn. But hey, I feel like I could be a good A and R, good DJ, and good. That's
0: I feel like that's why my library, it's so eclectic. Like you'll never know what's gonna be in there. You'll never know what's coming on Trouble. Cause literally I listen to anything that sounds good. I shit, I heard a country song today. I'm like, turn this shit up. This shit is
1: yeah, banging. <laughs> it is so, good. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No. No, that's it, right? right? We're done.
0: Well no 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 wait. It's time for our last call. And for oh, our yeah, last call yeah, today. Yeah. For our last call today, we are going to be Talking about our highlights from the season so far, because next week is the season finale. So we're gonna talk about our favorite parts of the season so far. Ooh, and I'm gonna give it to it's you. The end. It's The end. <laughs> well, actually, no. I'm gonna take it. I like. I love the guests that we've had this season. I love all of their perspective and you know just what they brought. Like it. I feel like it was definitely something different from the guests that were on season one. Um, not to say that I don't think they were better or worse, but like, I just admired their perspective and it was something different brought to the show that I was not talked about. And I, yeah. So shout out to the guests, all the guests that yeah. have been, shout out all the guests. Season. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah They're all great. All, all amazing. All did all, uh, contributed greatly to, you know, broader conversation, you know, whatever we were talking about, um, the episode that you guys were on. So definitely shout out to all of you. Mm -hmm. um probably say i probably was probably say my biggest highlight were just just the way we structured this season Mm. just kind of how we've like just how it's just it's just a lot different than what you're really hearing from other podcasts and like different than what we're like what we was doing in season one and we were like us the introduction episodes we was but it was fine because season one was the test season that was the season where we were just like let's see if this thing we want to do this let's see if we want to like continue this. see let's see if it's interesting let's see if we can hold a conversation for a long period of time intentionally like we you know we do that a lot unintentionally but like see if we if we do that intentionally um mm-hmm. and and yeah just to like to have the introduction of special episodes and you know us interviewing each other for the first couple of special episodes and then you know going on to like specific topics like for real like the whole marvel shit we just did last mm-hmm. episode and Yeah, those those are definitely my highlights. You know, hopefully we can bring, you know, newer, bigger, better shit for season three. And, you know, yeah, we've done a good job for this season. So, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I feel like my biggest highlight is just watching the growth of this podcast. I feel like we have really good momentum now to just keep going. I think that this season two was our sophomore album and we avoided the sophomore Mm -hmm. slump.
1: So, more slump. Right. We yeah. could have definitely been caught up in that shit. Definitely. Thousands you want to know why
0: though? It's because we got our fucking asses up. We and got up off
1: our fucking asses up and work. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, it's a good message, but you just gotta use it at the right time. It's yeah. the execution of the message. You know. Yeah. Facts. Facts. Get your fucking ass up and work. You know. But yeah, I'm trying to think, is there any other highlights that I've had? Oh, we're video now. That's a highlight. Um, yeah. yeah, some struggles right at the yeah. beginning um, because- Still Riverside. fuck Riverside. Fucking bitches. But, you know, the video aspect has been dope. Um, the social media pages, that's been dope. Um, mm. Yeah. Just like the listeners and the viewers being able to see more has been cool. So, mm-hmm. It really yeah, it adds to the three experience. Is, okay. All right, you gotta have a, more experiences, yeah. There we go. Hopefully, season three, we can like be in the same room. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Don't hold your breath. Don't hold your breath, but we'll try. We'll we'll, we'll research it. We'll research. <laughs> we'll, it. we'll figure something out. We'll figure something out. So basically, Darren's gonna have to move to Santa Monica, or like you know. Oh,
1: see, I knew this was gonna try to go in that direction. Huh? Rebuke. Just it.
0: fucking move to California. What do you want in Michigan? What is it. in Michigan for you? Nothing.
1: I rebuke it. My you, job. you got your
0: friends and your family. That's beautiful. My friends. My friends. You gotta. You gotta get out. My life. Out. And I know that. Yeah, I can look, get out. I'll visit. I know. Look. 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 Look i know that your life is there but you could start your life over that's you know you don't want the same oh, life for all Man, of your that life shit like it's, it so is.
1: Easier, it's way easier said than done way easier said i than mean done, i fucking did I it so i can say do it
0: i fucking did it it's not like i haven't but done but
1: you, it you just graduated college you had like a real clean slate nigga i have so much shit here now going well, on well
0: wrap that shit up and then move to l.a <laughs> oh, or santa uh, Monica or burbank or take your pick there's like i said before we have many cities many cities in california yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So cheaper but- car insurance no potholes
1: yeah no potholes. maybe, uh, maybe uh, no no potholes
0: uh, there's I it's not, like as not as much as there are in michigan there's definitely oh, yeah there's no, I feel like that. we, we
1: have a we have a record we have a record for sure yeah definitely have a record.
0: but alright you all right y'all we're at the end of the episode again thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in every week follow us on our instagram page the experience underscore pod also the same thing at twitter and then watch us on youtube and then if you want to follow me personally you can do so on instagram at j underscore good 98 and where can they find mr allen you can find
1: me everywhere instagram twitter uh at net saturn that's at n-e-d-s-a-t-u-r-n yep
0: so thanks for watching guys next week season finale 12 episodes is not that bad it's honestly like it's not, not bad.
1: bad not bad at all not bad at all you know we're not we're not blowing y'all up with a whole bunch of shit and you know you know you get doses of us every weekend then you get a long break from us and then you want to see us again and we come back and give you another 12 episode special or maybe more we'll see what happens in
0: season three definitely maybe heavy on the maybe um- maybe heavy on the maybe <laughs> <laughs> But all right, y'all. See you next week for the season finale. Peace out. Yeah.